This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. It's time for Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. On behalf of all of us here at the Hawk Chronicles and those of us from the TARDIS photo booth, we want to wish you a blessed and Merry Christmas and season's greetings to one and to all. Now we hope you enjoy this very special Christmas episode of the Hawk Chronicles. And now, a Hawk Chronicles Christmas. Christmas, a time of reflection for most people. Families gather, gifts are shared, stories are told, there's good food and a time of expectation, the anticipation of gifts given and received. Many decorate their homes with lights and trees and mistletoe somewhere over a doorway. But sadly, there are a few who don't look forward to this time of year. You can tell who they are. They're the ones who volunteer to work extra hours so others can celebrate or make poor excuses for not coming to your party. They may get quiet and sullen, only politely smiling in conversation. Among the most affected are those who lost a loved one during Christmas. This was Jim Barnes. Jim came to the Baltimore Police Department in January of 2012. You'd never know that he suffered a great tragedy when his wife and daughter died in a tragic arson fire right after the 9-11 attacks. Getting away from that was one of the things that brought him to Baltimore. To look at him now, you'd never know about that. Since I've known him, he's been the life of the party. He loves Christmas. I only knew of his loss after my father went missing in 2011. That's when he shared the story of his healing with me. His story all began on December 23rd, 2011. Well, well, look who's getting an early start. Hey, Helena, how you doing? Hey, listen, no ale for me tonight. Uh, I'm on call. On call? I didn't think cops went on call. That's the holidays. You know, a lot of guys have families, so we try to use a liberal leave policy. You know, if something comes up require more manpower, uh, they'll call me. Nah, not really. Christmas, that's one big commercial for me. I'd rather keep busy. Speaking of which, I gotta make a living, so what do you have? Uh, just give me a Diet Coke. I'll finish off these uh, peanuts for you. Hey, Mama's gotta make some Christmas money here. Remember, I'm a single mom with two young kids. Hey, look, just do what I do. Get everybody a card, then forget to send half of them till New Year's. <laughs> You're awful. I'm sure my kids would love opening a Christmas card for me on New Year's. Look, here's a dollar scratch-off for you. Merry Christmas. Ah, gee, thanks, Helena. It's just what I've always wanted, a bookmarker. You know I don't gamble. This isn't gambling. We hand them out as a promotional, a way of saying thanks to our loyal customers. And people like you, Barnes. Hey, come on, I'm loyal. I might even order a sandwich. 
Looks like the uh, office is calling. So much for my sandwich. Good lord, you still got that old flip phone? Hey, it's old and reliable, just like me. Yeah, Bonds. Looks like we got ourselves an arson case. I'll text you the address. Text me? Frank? How long have you known me? Not as long as you've had that flip phone. Aren't you when you're gonna join the rest of us? It's almost 2012. Hey, look, I'm happy with what I have. It works. Now, where's the fire? East Cambridge, near third. Just look for the smoke. Smoke? Is it still active? Why do we suspect arson? It's evident that the fire started on the outside of the front door. And you know, that usually means it was deliberately set. All right. I'm on my way. Well, sounds like somebody isn't in the Christmas spirit. Are you talking about yourself again? Yeah, what's that supposed to mean? Here lately, you've been about as jolly as a bear waking up from hibernation. I thought maybe you were talking about yourself. Come on, Helena. You know why this is a tough time of the year for me. You know what was taken from me. And you know what I lost. Look, losing a wife and a daughter is one thing. Having a loser walk out on you is another. Jim Barnes! I know what happened to you was awful, but he left me alone with two kids and no alimony. You want to get me something for Christmas? Track down that two-bit loser and get me some child support. Oh, look, 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 Helen, I'm really sorry. That, that was uncalled for, but... You know, this time of year, I just want to crawl in a hole and pull the dirt over top of me. Well, why don't you do that? You might find my ex there. <laughs> hey, I'll make sure to tell him you asked for him. Hey, Frank. Was it out already? Yeah, stroke of luck. Or maybe stupidity. How's that? I just spoke with the fire marshal. Instead of a couple of days to clear the scene, given a holiday and the fact that it's a minor fire, he's done with the physical stuff. So, uh, what makes this stupid? The fire was contained to the outside of the front door. There's accelerant all over the door. Which is why they called us. Still, what makes it stupid? Although the door was locked... There's an accelerant all over the inside floor, the counter, everywhere. And the front door was locked. Yep. And the door is a heavy-duty security door, so I see the fire couldn't spread. I'm uh, starting to see some stupid here. Was there anyone inside? Yeah, a mother and her six-year-old daughter. What about the owner? The wife says the actual owner. The husband right now is unaccounted for. Bingo. I just think we found the stupid part. <laughs> Hey, what does the wife have to say? I haven't talked to her yet. She's pretty shaken up, as you can expect. They're sending over a social worker and a psychologist to talk to her. As soon as they work out where she and the girl can stay tonight, and the doc clears her world interviewer. In the meantime, we'll get started on the financials. Christmas Eve being tomorrow, we might not get a good look at the store's financials for a few days. Is the uh, store office downstairs? Yeah. Why don't you see if you can find anything? I'll run some background checks... You know, we're only assuming the husband did it. Yeah, pretty safe assumption. Besides, we're going to need to know about their financials. We might find one of them was paying protection money to some thug and missed a payment. I'll hit these things first thing tomorrow morning. Heck of a way to spend Christmas Eve, don't you think? I got nothing better to do. Help me uh, stay busy. Look, Jim, Marcy and I would love to have you come over tomorrow night. 
Frank Jr. and his wife will be there. We could have a nice family dinner. I hate to think of you sitting at home alone on Christmas Eve. Alone at home? Me? <laughs> nah. Come on, I got plenty of single friends. We'll meet at our favorite watering hole and have some laughs. Are you sure about this? Positive. Besides, you're a little boy in there, Frankie. Yeah, and I like it that way. I'll call you as soon as the wife is clear to talk. Amen. James, you're a day early. Oh, uh, hello there, Padre. I, uh, I just want to light a candle. Is there anything special that brings you here tonight, my son? Uh, I'm working a case, you know, I may not be able to make it tomorrow night. You know, we're open year-round. Hey, uh, I try to get here when I can. Well, if you need to talk to me, it looks like I have an opening at the moment. Ah, you mean the penalty box over there? <laughs> no thanks there, Padre. I'll just stay out here on the ice for now. If you need me. I know where to find you. I'll leave you to it then. Thanks. Well, here I am again and I haven't gotten any answers yet. Why? Why did you have to take her, Chrissy? Why? Why didn't you take me instead? I see. I guess I'm gonna have to wait till I get there to find out. Look, I, uh, I'd appreciate it if you could give me a little help here. You know, you can see it. I'm a pretty simple guy, so give me a pretty simple answer. Oh, I guess I'll be back on Good Friday as usual. Amen. Jim, good morning. How did the financial search go this morning? Hey, yeah, yeah. I spent uh, two hours going through everything I could find. It looked like his business was doing fine. In fact, it was doing really, really well. So I, I personally think that insurance fraud is off the table. Unless they're really greedy. Did you get anything yet? Credit card history looks okay. Nothing really jumps off the page except for maybe those spa treatments. Oh, maybe the missus enjoyed relaxing now and then. What's odd about that? They all came in the middle of the day, during their business hours. But instead of guessing, we can just ask her. She's been cleared for us and is waiting in room one. Are you sure you don't want to come over to the house tonight? Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I appreciate the offer, but I'm good. You know, that that's family time. You're almost family. Yeah, the annoying uncle you can't get rid of. You're not too annoying. Here, pull on this finger for me. <laughs> You're annoying. Mrs. Delaney, I'm Detective Olson. This is my partner, Detective Barnes. Yes? We're the department's arson team. 
We're pretty sure your business was the target of an arson. Why would anyone want to burn us out? I don't understand. That's why we're here, Mrs. Delaney. We want to help you resolve this. Mrs. Delaney, can you think of anyone who might want to do this? A, a disgruntled employee, a customer, anyone? No, I've been thinking all night, but that's not what has me worried. My husband was supposed to return from a wholesale convention yesterday morning, but I haven't been able to reach him. Are you sure he went? Of course I'm sure. He goes to that same convention every year. Why? Ma'am, you know, this is always a very, very delicate matter, but we have to be thorough. Somebody used gasoline to spread the fire. It was poured all over the inside, but the fire was started outside and the door was locked. Are you saying someone from the store did this? You think, you think Howard did this? It's like Detective Barnes said, Mrs. Delaney. We have to be thorough. Is it possible that he might have done it for the insurance? No, that's preposterous. Howard would never do such a thing. I mean, it's Christmas Eve. We have presents ready for our daughter. That's just crazy. Look, we understand how you feel, Mrs. Delaney. We investigate these fires for a living, and given the evidence so far, it certainly looks like it's an inside job. Someone would have to have a key to pour the fuel all over the place, unlock the door, close it, and lock it again. I know I didn't do it, and the help had gone home early. I mean, it's Christmas Eve, after all, and Howard is in New York at the convention. Where you can't reach him. I will not hear of this. Do you understand? We're truly sorry about this, but like Detective Barnes said, we deal with this a lot, and we're just covering all the bases. We're very sorry if we upset you. Look, I know you have a job to do, but honestly, you're barking up the wrong tree. There has to be another explanation. Now, if you don't have anything else, I'd like to go now. I want to salvage what Christmas is left. Certainly. Oh, there is one thing. There are several credit card charges at a spa in the middle of the day. Those are for Howard. He has a back problem. What's so unusual about that? They're all during your business hours. The responsibility of running the store is mine. It was my father's business. He said the sessions did wonders for his back. Frankly, I didn't mind getting him out of my hair once in a while. Now can I go? Certainly, and thank you for coming down, and Merry Christmas. Well, well, I think it's time to call for a massage. Yep, I agree. Sounds a little too good to me. Look, you go make the call. I, I got some calls to make. Let me know as soon as you find out. Hmm, what's her name? Get out of here. O'Toole's. Is this Helena? Well, it ain't Troy. <laughs> funny, funny, funny. I guess that's why you get all the big tips. Hey, what time do you guys close tonight? We'll be open till Santa parks his sleigh for the night. You've closed this place before, you know that. Well, I, I couldn't remember if you closed early on Christmas Eve. No, it's one of our busiest times. Mostly single people. Well, we'll all be there and have a jolly old time. Look, Detective, you'll be here because you want to be here. I'll be here because I have to be. Now, is there anything else? Yeah. Make sure there's plenty of free peanuts this time. Hey, Claire. Jim Barnes. 
Say, have you uh, heard anything about my transfer request to Baltimore? Hey, Jim. We got back the paperwork this morning. Well, any luck? We're waiting for personnel here to okay the transfer. Now, based on your request, I think they'll consider you a hardship case. So you shouldn't have any problems in going to Baltimore. Look, I wanted to ask, is there any chance they have an opening in their SIS division? Looks promising. I spoke with a Captain McCall, and they're short one detective. A detective, Kate Hawk, is pretty much handling the majority of the cases. Yeah, I know. That's why I requested Baltimore. Her old man and I worked together years ago. We were beat cops there, me and Horace, till I moved the family up here to Boston. And we used to close down Charm City back in the day. Oh, well, you should feel right at home then. Look, check back after Christmas. You know nothing's getting done today or tomorrow. All right, Claire. Thanks. Well, did you get the date for tonight? No, I didn't get a date. But let Marcy know I appreciate the kind offer, but I have other plans this evening. Hey, uh, did you find out anything? Possibly. Howard always asks for the same masseuse. She was off today. Seems she went to New York to go to a play. Did she now? Well, that's very interesting. You think Howard's getting some private sessions? Uh, more and more, it's beginning to look that way. I think we need to find these two and see what's up. <laughs> yeah, just don't rub them the wrong way. Ah. And you wonder why you don't have a lot of friends. <whistles> Olsen, really? Take him to room one. What about his wife? All right, keep her occupied. We want to talk to the husband alone. Right. That was the front desk. Howard just waltzed in as his wife was going out. She didn't seem too happy with him. All right. Now maybe we can get to the bottom of this. You know, we got nothing solid on him, just suspicious activity. We might have to press him a little. Uh, good cop, bad cop? Let's just see how he plays it. We might have to double team him if we see a crack in the story. Yeah, you know it's got to be him. I'm sure the prosecutor will want a little more than that. There he is. Mr. Delaney, thanks for coming in. Yeah, of course. I uh, came as soon as I heard. Uh, right in here, sir. Have a seat. Uh, do you uh, do you have any idea who did this? Well, we have some pretty good leads. Yeah, I uh, understand your wife was a little upset with you at the door since she couldn't reach you at the convention. Yeah, she's she's been trying to call me, but my, my phone was off. And you stayed an extra day... Because? Oh, yeah. I met some friends. and We partied. I woke up really late. And I wanted to get myself straight before coming back. And you didn't call your wife because? Oh, I figured she'd be mad. So instead of getting yelled at twice, I opted for once. That woman can be a real terror when she's mad. And uh, who's Teresa? I'm sorry? Come on, Howard. A wife who scares you into submission versus a pretty masseuse. Oh, yeah. That Teresa. I, uh... Hey, what is, what is this? I came in here to help, and you're acting like I was cheating on my wife. Were you? Right, I want a lawyer, now. Yeah, well, you're gonna need one, Howard. There was gasoline poured all over the inside of a locked store and outside the door, but you were too stupid to realize the door was fire-resistant. The gas never ignited. You wanted to burn the store and get rid of your wife at the same time. You're both crazy. I want my lawyer. Not a problem. We'd love to talk to him. And then we could show him the gas can we found in the trunk of your car. 
Our lab will be able to match the gas from the store. You're done, Howard. Uh, yeah, that, that gas was for a long trip. Oh, so you do have gas in the trunk. How about that? Good thing you confessed to Detective Barnes since we didn't get a warrant and didn't check the trunk. You can't use that in court. We don't need to. And as we speak, we're looking for Teresa. And believe me, once we lean on her and charge her with conspiracy to commit a felony and possibly attempted murder, she'll roll on you in a heartbeat. You don't know. You don't know what a horrible, despicable woman my wife was. Shoving that store down my throat, bossing me around. She's a hateful witch. I wanted the store gone, and if she went with it, so be it. Your daughter was in there. You could have burned up your wife and your daughter. You roll like... Jim! Get off him! Get off him! He's crazy! He's trying to kill me! Then you're lucky I was in here. Jim, outside! You're going down! You're off the case. I'm not off anything. I want to see that dirtbag burn. Don't make me go to internal affairs with this. You could have blown everything. This is too close to you. Now go and I don't want to see you in here until after the holidays. That's either that or suspension. Now go. Let me go back and read him his rights. Jim told me that he bottomed out that night. The thought of a man wanting to burn out his home, business, and possibly his family was too much. He told me once that if Frank hadn't been there, there's no telling what he would have done. He headed straight for O'Toole's and planned to drown himself in ale and self-pity. It was cold that night, and the snow was falling. Even Jim said that he had to admit the snow was a beautiful sight on Christmas Eve, even though he just wasn't in the spirit that night. But as he headed into the bar, he noticed a couple dumpster diving in the alley. His initial instinct was to arrest them for trespassing. Hey, 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 hey! Excuse me! Detective Bonds, Boston PD. You people know that you're trespassing? Uh, no, I mean, this this is just garbage. The alleyway is a common area. Technically, it's private property. Part of the bar here. B but we're not taking anything of value, j just so it's been thrown away. This bar throws a lot of good stuff away. Just just look at this. Uh, a half pizza, wasted, untouched. It's garbage. You're eating garbage. Officer, it's perfectly healthy. Look, this apple has been thrown out. It's a perfectly fine apple. It just needs washing. Look, this is no way to live. You know there are programs to help. Where are you living now? Mostly in our car, but on cold nights we stay at the cold weather shelter just a couple of blocks up from here. We're just in a bad situation right now. My husband had a good job and then we got caught up in a massive layoff. I lost my job the same way. Our health insurance skyrocketed and we couldn't meet our mortgage We I get it. What's that? Is that a baby? <laughs> Say hello to the nice officer. She's 18 months now. Say hi, Chrissy. Chrissy? Did, did you say her name was Chrissy? Are you all right, detective? Uh, look, I know some people can help you. Here, take my card. Call me on Monday. And look, look, take this. Feed that beautiful little girl. Forty dollars, but... I had a wife and a little girl. Her name was Chrissy. I lost him ten years ago. Look, please, please, take it. Uh, thank you, thank you. Oh, you dropped this uh, scratch-off ticket here, and thank you, and I will call you. Thank you!
Well, well, looks like you're getting an early start. There's nobody else here yet. You're the first customer, so you get the fresh peanuts. Hey, you okay? I, I don't know. I don't know, Helena. I just met a couple far worse off than me. It's got me to thinking, you know? My life ain't so bad after all. You just figuring that out, are you? What's that in your hand? Is that the scratch off I gave you earlier? Yeah. I dropped it when they gave that couple some money for a decent Christmas Eve dinner. <laughs> and you won't even give me a tip. Use that scratch off. We can split your winnings 50 50. Uh. So? Uh, give me a second. <laughs> what on earth are you doing, Jim? Did you forget to pay your phone bill again? No, Helena. I'm writing you a check. What? Why on earth are you writing me a check? Because I don't have $10,000 in cash on me. T ten? Ten? Thousand, girl. Spit it out. We agreed to split it 50-50. But, but 10000 Are you crazy? 10000 Come here, you big lug. Oh, hey, 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 Let's not get carried away there, kiddo. Look, you tell your boss you want to get off early, and you go buy those kids of yours a nice Christmas. And look, pass some of it along to someone in need. I gotta hurry, though. Where are you going? I need to catch up to that couple and give them the other half. Are you crazy? Another 10000 And you're just gonna give it away? Yes! Yes, I am! And I'm crazy for Christmas. Besides, you know, I don't gamble, remember? And I think he just gave me the answer I've been searching for. Merry Christmas, Helena. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Well, Jim, I'm really glad you got your answer. And Merry Christmas to you, too, Detective Barnes. Hey, Billy, why do you look so down? Aw, Dad, I got a computer, a PlayStation, and a barn full of iguanas, and I'm still bored. <sighs> Gee, Billy, when I was your age, I would read lots of stories in pulp magazines. Oh, with stories of weird adventure and fantasy, horror, satire, and lots of action. Wow, that sounds great, Dad. Yeah, I sure wish there was something like that right now. <laughs> there is Daddy-O! Who are you? I'm Dr. Mary Von Rocksprocket, host of the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour, and now there's... Yeah? Twisted Pulp Magazine! <laughs> What's that, Doctor? Why, it is a return to greatness! Available on all your digital devices! That is what it is! Look! Exciting and, dare I say it, very unwholesome. You definitely have that right, my good man. Ha <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Mary. My pleasure, Billy. And just between you and me, I am not sure that this man is really your father. Bye. Dad? Uh, just read your Twisted Pulp magazine, Billy. Twisted Pulp magazine. 
Available in dark alleyways behind meth labs everywhere or at digitalvaudeville.com. That is D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com.